did the Sharks give up too early on goalie Aiden Hill? Or is this a symptom of bigger issues in the goaltending department for the Sharks? Today on Locked on Sharks. Your Locked on Sharks, your daily podcast on the San Jose Sharks. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, welcome to Locked on Sharks, the premier hockey podcast covering your favorite team in the Bay Area. My name is Jay Young. Uh, I am a uh, help cover these Sharks over at San Jose Hockey Now. I want to thank you for making Locked on Sharks your first listen, proudly a part of the Locked on Network, where we cover your team every day. Uh, if you want to be an everyday, all you got to do is just follow along wherever you get podcasts or subscribe on YouTube as well. And we're going to be digging into kind of one of the questions on the tip of a lot of Sharks fans right now, especially with the way Aiden Hill's been playing in the playoffs for the Vegas Golden Knights. And that is, did the Sharks give up on Aiden Hill too early? Or was just, just, just a guy who's playing on a better team right now and is playing kind of out of his mind in the playoffs as we've seen many goalies do. Um, and then sometimes they turn back into a pumpkin. Sometimes it's the start of a career. Um, who knows how we all know goalies are very fickle, but I wanted to kind of dig into the Aiden Hill question and then look at maybe if the Sharks should have traded Reimer or Capo Kakinen, or is this just a deeper issue with the Sharks uh, where they just can't do anything with goaltending. So, uh, let's first start off by uh, looking at how Aiden Hill has played the last uh, couple seasons for not only for the Sharks, but for um, the Sharks, the Vegas Golden Knights, and um, for the Arizona Coyotes. So this season for the Vegas Golden Knights, um, Aiden Hill 27 games, 915 save percentage. This is all in the regular season. So 245 goals against uh, average goals allowed. He had 62 expected goals allowed against was 62.87. He had goals saved above expected at a 0.87. So he was basically kind of an average goaltender, at least when it comes to the goals saved above expected department, a 729 high danger save percentage. So um, keep that number in mind here. Uh, just that's 729. If you look at his fancy stats, the team did a good job of, especially in front of him, um, helping to limit the opportunities. And Aiden Hill kind of performed up to expectations for those. Um, he really helped them on the power play where the Vegas's power play, or uh, sorry, on the penalty kill, my, sorry, my bad, uh, where Vegas's penalty kill was a little bit below average, but he played above expectation in that department. Um, so we see Eden Hill going from one of the worst teams in the NHL and the San Jose Sharks, um, put him on a good team with better surroundings, and he plays up to those expectations. Um, going back to the Sharks, 2021-22 season, he played 25 games. 906 save percentage, 266 goals against per average. Goals allowed, he has 61. Expected goals against, 56.91. So he gave up um, 4.1 more goals than expected and a high danger save percentage of 625. So again, so in this last season with the Golden Knights, basically the same amount of games played. His high danger save percentage uh, increased by 100 points versus percentage points. 
Um, and that's probably why his all of his other numbers look so much better, right? If you can see that high danger save percentage. Uh, looking at his fancy stats, um, the team in front of Aiden Hill was actually not as bad. They were good defensively, right? We know Bob Bugner wanted to play every game three to two, play kind of more shutdown defense. Um, but his Aiden Hill's numbers, at least his fancy stats, weren't too bad. Uh, the penalty kill especially was very, very good in front of Aiden Hill, but um, Aiden Hill didn't have – he will probably he performed below expectations on the penalty kill. Um, going into his season with the Coyotes when the, where the Sharks acquired him before um, the expansion draft deadline, 2020-2021, he played 19 games with the Coyotes, had a 913 save percentage, 274 goals against average, uh, 43 goals allowed, expected goals against was 4303, so his goal saved above expected was 0.03, I screwed up there, and 718 high danger save percentage. And his fancy stats, um, the team in front of him and Aiden Hill basically performed kind of together. He was much better on the on the PK than he uh, the team in front of him. So what does this all mean for Aiden Hill? So we can kind of see with Hill where he plays better um, with the when the team in front of him is a better team, right? Um that Cody's team wasn't that great, but he kind of played up to expectations, right? Um, the Sharks, we know we've watched the Sharks the past few years. They're not a very good team. Um, Vegas, much better team. They won one seed in the West. Um, you know, they're one win away from going to the Stanley Cup. And he's been, I know this, they've been dealing with a lot of injuries, um, especially in the goalie department. They've played, I think, four or five goalies this year. Uh, but Hill's been playing his best here on the playoffs. You know, it's... So we have seen that Aiden Hill, you know, he's been a solid goaltender um, despite whatever's kind of been in front of him. And when you put better pieces in front of him, he's played up to those, those expectations for the most part. But, um, you know, and even looking back, right, even if you go back to when the Sharks acquired Aiden Hill. So they acquired Aiden Hill for a second round pick from the Arizona Coyotes. Um, that was part of the, the Coyotes had to move Aiden Hill because they didn't want to expose him in the uh, expansion draft and let the Kraken kind of take him for free. Um, they wanted to try to get something for it, right? The Sharks took a swing and I'm all for the Sharks continuing to take swings at goalies until they find one. Um, you know, I would, we know they're going to probably be taking one in the draft and I would, actually be shocked if they don't take one in the draft and you know they're going to be getting active i think in free agency to try to find an nhl caliber goalie um this offseason right but we, we've seen the sharks have tried they have tried to do as much as they can when either trading acquiring or developing goalies and they're at this point they continue to just be bad at it so um but I, I think the biggest question going forward was, did the Sharks give up too early on Aiden Hill? And before we get in, I think, to look at if they gave up too early, I think we need to look at the other options that they had, right? We need to look at how Reimer and Capo Kakinen have performed uh, basically since they have been, you know, kind of look at their seasons before San Jose and then look at their seasons with San Jose and see if this is just a trend with the Sharks where – 
again, goaltenders maybe just come to die in San Jose, um, or if this is a bigger Sharks issue or type of, of thing. So um, before, though, we get into Reimer and Capo Kakinen and see if maybe the Sharks should have tried to trade one of those guys, do need to take a quick break. Um, talk to you guys about our friends over at eBay Motors. So if you guys know for a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit, right? Um, you can't have 12 star forwards as much as fun as it sounds or six Eric Carlson's on the defense. You need to have guys where everyone kind of fits their role. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle, right? Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors with eBay Guarantee Fit. You can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Um, all you have to do is just add your car to the My Garage and look for the green check to make sure that your part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game. And when you shop at eBay Motors, you're going to win. With over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when your parts are guaranteed. So get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guarantee fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items uh, only. Exclusions apply. Okay. So how do Reimer and Capo Kakinen kind of compare? Um so want to look at how Reimer played just before he came to the Sharks and free agency, he played with Carolina and that Carolina team was playoff team. Right. Um, but they knew Reimer kind of wasn't the answer. And then Capo Kakin and how he played for the wild. Um, and then as they kind of moved on for him, because I, as I kind of explained before, but I don't think Capo Kakin fit the wilds timeline right um they're a win now team and capo kakinen still feels like he was a couple years away from kind of developing into a, a starter uh for um for the wild so uh let's dig into the numbers for for reimer and capo kakinen and look at their analytics and see what type of of players that they have been um so reimer um actually it's kind of crazy to think about the Panthers were bad defensively in front of, of Reimer, and he kind of bailed them out, at least at 5-on-5. Um, shorthanded, and this is the 2020-2021 season. Also, the bubble year, so it's a little tough to kind of, when you're playing the same seven teams over and over, um, you know, a little bit tough there to kind of, you have to kind of take these numbers with a grain of salt, right? Um, the... Carolina's uh, penalty kill was pretty good, um, but Reimer maybe kind of played below expectations for them. When you Reimer re, uh, signs with the Sharks in the 2021 offseason, um, defensively the team in front of him was okay-ish, and he kind of played up to his expectations. Um, shorthanded, James Reimer was outstanding that season for the 21-2022 uh, Sharks. Um, he really propped up their penalty kill and made them look way, way better than they actually were. Uh, if you're not watching on YouTube, basically blue bars, um, just beautiful blue bars from James Reimer. He was absolutely outstanding and mass a lot of the penalty. The penalty kill was pretty good, but he made them look way, way better than they actually were. So, um, And then last season, five on five, the team in front of, the, of him, not that great, but he, Reimer, fell off a cliff last season, right? Um, and you wonder if, especially the year before, where he played a career high in games, 
getting a little bit older, all that fun stuff. New system, not that great. Um, shorthanded, Reimer continued to be excellent, though, for the Sharks, um, where, again, the team was – he made the, the shorthanded team look much, much better than they they were um, previously. As for Kapokakinen, so – his last full season with the Wild in that 2020-21 season where they were playing the Pacific, they were in the Honda West um, division. Uh, the team in front of him was amazing defensively, and he was abysmal for them, um, both even strength and five-on-five. Five. When he got uh, the next season uh, before he got traded, well, combination of the wild and the shark season um the teams in front of him were solid and he played well and you know both even strength and five on five um you know kind of matched the team much like what we saw from aiden hill um but then this last season the team in front of capo was okay at least at, at five they, they played better in front of him than they did james reimer but his numbers were abysmal uh when it came to 505 and shorthanded the team played pretty well in front of him and he played about up to expectations for the, those situations. So, um, you know, I, I think the big takeaway from looking at those is, you know, how much uh, the sharks are just like, it feels like goalies play really well and then they get to San Jose and things fall off a cliff. And, you know, that's, We'll get into why that may be here in a minute, but you know, even looking at like their kind of just their regular stats, right? So Reimer, um, his last season with Carolina, 906 save percentage, 266 goals against um in 22 games. Uh for the Sharks that 21-22, he had played 48 games, 911 save percentage, 290 goals against. And then last year in 43 games for the Sharks, he had 890 save percentage and 343 goals against. Um you know, and you see the same thing with Capocacanet, right? Um, his season with the with the Wild before he got traded, 902 save percentage, 288 goals against. Um, and then in 25 games for the Wild, he had a 910 save percentage, 287 goals against. 11 games for the Sharks when after he got traded, um, 916 save percentage and 286 goals against. And then last year, 883 and a 385, just an absolute dud. Um, and I know the Sharks don't put themselves in the best situation. You know, they were bottom, you know, bottom half of the league when it comes to giving up high danger chances. We know the Sharks defensively weren't the greatest team. Um, but these numbers that the goalies are posting are just abysmal, right? Like these, these, these numbers are, you, <laughs> this, this can't keep happening, right? We, we, this isn't the sample size of just Sharks goalies just being absolutely horrendous um when it comes to you know we're seeing different coaches we're seeing different systems and goalies numbers are still being horrendous which is i think going to be leading, begging a much bigger question here in a second so um but back to aiden hill all right so remember going into last off season so they had just acquired capo kakinen yeah, James Reimer with one year left on his on his deal. Um, and then you had Aiden Hill, who also had one year left on his deal. And the Sharks kind of had a question to decide, right? Um, who do you trade? And looking back, right, you, you feel like they made the right decision. Uh, Kapokakinen, like we said, his numbers were great after he came over to San Jose. They were better than what we saw in Minnesota. 
Um, James Reimer had a really good season for the Sharks. And Aiden Hill, I mean, his season was okay, but he missed basically the last half of the season after hurting himself, came back, played one game against uh, the the Kings, had a shutout, and then we didn't see him again. Um, I mean, I know it's easy to play revisionist history and say, like, wow, they should have kept Aiden Hill. But who would, you know, going back, like, it feels like they made the right decision, right? You you were going to bank on Aiden Hill. Again, it's not like Aiden Hill's played a bunch of games. He's played 27 games for, for Vegas this year. Like, he still hasn't been able to stay healthy for them, right? Um, wasn't able to stay healthy for him and for the Sharks when he was there. Um, Reimer this year, we saw it, took a step back, dealt with some injuries. Uh, Capo Kakinen, who knows, right? He definitely took a huge step back from what we saw um, from the pre, you know, the small sample size from him from the previous season. But this, this looks like it might not be a, a, a shark's, it might not be the goalie's fault here. Like I know the systems are different and stuff like that. Maybe, maybe this is a shark's issue. Maybe they don't have the right people or the right development or whatever it is um, looking at the goalies and making the correct goalie decisions. And I know there's been a, a huge change, um, especially with the front office, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but I, I think we need to ask that question is, is this is the reason why the sharks can't find a goalie? Is this because the system in place or is this because they don't have the proper people um, trying to look for the goalies and asking the right questions and knowing what they're looking for when they're scouting to make sure that it fits the system. So before we ask, look into that question and uh, look at the people in the, that, that area um, do want to take a quick break. Uh, thank you guys for making locked on sharks. Your first listen. Um, we're proudly a part of the locked on network. We cover your team every day. If you want to be an everydayer, all you have to do, just come back tomorrow. Tomorrow we have another draft profile coming on. Um, and then I think later this week, we're probably going to maybe start looking at some free agents, uh, potential free agents out there. I know the Sharks do have a little bit of cap uh, space. So we, I know my career is going to try to start adding some more pieces. Maybe uh, maybe we'll do another, a mock draft. Look at uh, some potential. Who could be, you know, who could be there for the Sharks? End of the first round beginning of the second round. So plenty of fun stuff coming up this week. And then we're also going to be looking at um, goalies that the Sharks could be drafting. So plenty of good stuff here at Locked on Sharks. So just make sure you guys are following along wherever you get podcasts or you can watch on YouTube as well. All right. Um, So I think we have to look at who's in charge, right? Um, We know Mike Greer. Stepped in last year, uh, was hired as the GM, found some of his own pieces, some of his own guys. But uh, one person did remain on with the in the the front office, and that would be one uh, Evgeny Nabokov. So Nabokov, of course, um, you know, played with the Sharks, drafted by the Sharks, played with the Sharks, um, you know, was big part of their kind of success in the, you know, um, late 2000s, um, 
2010, you know, kind of beginning of like the, the Thornton run, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Um, but after his retirement, he joined the front office, uh, 2015, 2016, joined the team as the goaltending development coach, specialist assignment scout. All right. And he's been with the Sharks since either working as a scout or a development coach or an assistant coach. Um, you know, like he's been kind of working with them and then got promoted to director of goaltending this, this season off season. But um, Shang Peng wrote a great article on San Jose hockey now about basically the sharks inability to draft and develop uh, goalies. You know, they they've, been the league's worst among the league's works at drafting goalies. So if you have not um, read this, go check it out. San Jose Hockey Now. It's for, totally for free. Um, but, you know, some of the guys, right? Uh, Mike Robinson, Jane Kupski, Zachary Iman, Ben Gaudreau, Mason Bopet. These are guys that they've drafted, you know, basically since, since uh, 2015. Uh, Zachary Iman, not going to make that, you know, Jacobski not making the NHL and didn't make the NHL. Mike Robinson, not making the NHL. Ben Gaudreau, they didn't even want to sign him, put him back in the draft, right? Mason Bopit had a terrible year this last season. Some of that's not his fault. He was on a very, very bad team, but um, this team has just struggled to find draft and develop goaltenders. I know goaltenders take forever to develop and stuff like that, but um, that's this right? You have to, you mean in the past, since 2015 and the past eight years now, we don't, we haven't had one even close to sniffing the NHL. Right. Um, and you look at how goalies have come and gone from the sharks, right? Aiden Hill. I know again, easy to point out. Yeah. The sharks made a mistake by trading Aiden Hill again, capital guy can play really well. In his short time here, um, James Reimer had his one of you could argue one of his best seasons, um, you know, in, in his time and the season, you know, last season. Aiden Hill missed half the season and the Sharks were just happy to get a fourth round pick. I was I go back and say it, I, I thought that was a fair trade. You know, uh, Kyle and I used to joke about Aiden Hill had the slowest glove hand in the West, et cetera, et cetera. But this this feels like a Sharks issue. It feels like, um, I know last year they also hired David Quinn, hired Thomas Spear. And, you know, you, you could see a little bit of tweaks and changes here with some of the guys. But, like, this, this feels like it's a Sharks issue. And until I think they get the right people in place, I don't, how can you expect, or how can you think that the goaltending is going to ever be a, positive for the sharks right i mean martin jones the first three seasons of martin jones were great um and then he fell off a cliff and turned into a pumpkin but guess what you know he played really well for the kraken this season right um you know had a solid season for the flyers and kind of like earned that contract from the kraken um like it's it feels like a shark's issue. I know it's not going to help having um, a bad team in front of goaltenders, but like at some point, like right at some point um, you have to kind of like the goalies have to make a stop at some save. And at, at some point, right. Um, and I just, I don't 
feel confident in the Sharks ability to draft and develop and then also help out goaltenders in front of them even when they get even NHL goalies right whatever they're doing the coaching that's that's there I don't know if they have the right people in place right now. So, um, cause I feel like David Quinn's system, I like David Quinn's system. Um, you know, we, we've saw a lot of the defenders have their best years ever. Right. Um, we saw, I know the offense struggled at times, but we saw pieces, uh, we saw stuff there, right. You did see like they did a good job of, of creating high danger chances. They just don't have the, the skill players right now to capitalize on those high danger chances. Like you feel like the system's there and if the sharks could just get, average goaltending which is crazy to say but like just average goaltending you would this team would be at least an average to above average team um despite some of the deficiencies they have when it comes to top end talent and you know depth here and there but you know there's still enough pieces where this team wouldn't be one of the worst the the fourth worst team in the nhl so but i I think that's I know Mike Greer is new, right? He stepped into stepped into the job kind of late last season, kind of had to go with with the things that are, you know, a lot of the pieces maybe are still there. But if the Sharks continue to struggle to, you know, develop and coach up goaltending, I think you got to look at to who's been the guy that's been there throughout this whole ride at some point. So, um, and maybe Nabokov just goes maybe to more of a, a – you know, whatever um, type of role, if it's more of a like consulting type of situation. Um, but I think you need to find a a coach or someone who is can kind of know the ins and outs and the technical abilities of goaltending because that was never Debakov's thing, right? He was more of an athletic goalie. Um, trying to find find a guy who can kind of be more of that technical side to kind of come in and especially help these young goaltenders with the the technical part of the game. So, and, you know, making sure you're in the right spot and you're not, you know, going down too early and all that fun stuff. Right. Um, but so long story short, um, I still don't think the sharks gave up too early on Aiden Hill. I, you look back at that last summer at this time, right. And you had three goalies between Reimer, Kapokakinen and, and Aiden Hill. And I feel like they still made the right choice. I think Aiden Hill was just in a much better situation. Um, he still hasn't played more than 30 games in a season, um, but he's playing out of his mind right now in the playoffs. So good for him. Uh, but I, I think this is a bigger Sharks issue that they're going to uh, eventually, I think they're going to have to figure out, especially if, as they continue their quest to try to find um a goalie because they've other than you know it's been a while since martin jones uh you know martin jones was was the guy um so i think that that's that is the big thing is can they find a goalie uh whether it's trading for one and making sure he actually fits into the system and doesn't regress like we've seen every goalie recently or can they draft and develop a guy um to actually be a guy so um yeah I, I, I'm worried about the goaltending, to be honest. So, um, but that's going to do it for me today. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Like I said, we have another draft profile coming on. Um, so make sure you guys are, are here for that. Uh, we're going to be talking about goalies probably for Thursday's episode. Um, more, maybe start looking at some free agents. 
do a mock draft. Plenty of good stuff coming up at Locked on Sharks. So make sure you guys are following along wherever you get podcasts. And of course, you can watch on YouTube as well. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at MyFryHole. And we'll be back tomorrow. Until then, bye, friends.